This is one thing about... Hi, Dan. One hey. thing about OS Ten I do not love. What's that? Uh, is this a show? Or is, are we doing the show? Is this... The theft, the theft of focus. Yeah. Started to feel like some kind of trading places. Oh, is this for theft. the wisdom? Uh, <clears throat> no, I added some new stuff this morning, though. I'd be happy to share it with you. I'm, gonna, I'm in a great mood, Dan. I'm not spinning plates. I'm, uh, I'm playing a glass harmonica. You are I got a plate. It going on. You're not spinning <clears throat> plates. You are a plate. You've become very sexual with me, and I don't love it. Uh, so then I started to feel like some kind of training you don't, place. You don't hate it, though, do you? Style. Dan, I don't even like having sex with myself. <laughs> we got to so, start somewhere. I did. It also ended there. Uh-huh. I did what I needed to do. I have a sweet, precious angel for a daughter, and now this thing never needs to do anything again. Yeah, you can shut I don't it even down. Need... Have it removed. Well, it's just in the crazy. way. You want to be streamlined. I don't want to ruin the line of my skirt. You'll swim faster. Um, I'll swim faster if I shave it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to close that. Okay, I'm going to come back to Matt. Yeah, this is the thing I don't love on OS X, much like sexual innuendo, um, is that uh, I don't like the stealing of focus. I understand why it happens, but I, I don't even know if that's the right phrase for it. But it bugs me. This happens constantly, especially uh, with me and very much with Syracuse, is that you know we type a lot. Why and do you guys type-, type so much? I have RSI. <clears throat> Um, uh, and, and, and if you, if you, you know, you hit the carriage return or as you say, enter, yeah, you know, and enter <laughs> Shawnee. Uh-huh. Hey, whatever, what the hell happened? Did you ever end up watching more what we do in the shadows? Or are you still screwing around? No, I've, I watched a little bit of it, but don't spoil it for me. It's so Where good. Are you? So, Where are you? Just the first, maybe three. Uh, how two, much three? do you love every single one of the Colin Robinson? <sighs> Every, I mean, the, this show is, I don't know why I haven't seen this show. Everything about this show is. Uh, I, I agree that I absolutely don't want to spoil it. And it's just so funny. In fact, my friend Matt and I keep going back and forth because we're, we're on uh, slightly out of sync, but very similar constant rewatches of it. And each time we see a new thing, we'll like text each other. Oh my God. You know, uh, Pee Wee Herman's playing a similar, like his wife realized how his wife realized that, uh, that Paul Rubens, Never mind. I'm not going to say anymore. Um, now here's the thing. Why I was trying before. to almost ruin it. Um, the thing to know is that, and this is the part that's miraculous, is that the movie's so good. It's the movie's so funny and so delightful, and like a Lebowski, it really not only holds up to but improves with repeated viewings. I, I just I can't believe how much I love Deacon more um, every time I rewatch the movie. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody here thinks you're a really cool guy. I'm glad to know people think that I'm cool, you know? <laughs> Vampires don't put down towels. Don't put down towels. That was my favorite line from the movie. I know! On his, on his nice fancy couch. Yeah. And, and the fact that Taika Waititi, when he bites the woman in the uh-huh, neck, uh-huh. looks like a dog trying to drink out of a hose know, is the so funniest bad. thing I've ever seen in my life. <sighs> um, now, but what's miraculous is, so you watch that and you go, why would I need to watch like a TV show with three seasons? And you're like, well, it's, you know, it's um, not a mood show, but... I mean, you can spoil it. It's more fun not to be spoiled because some cool stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, but it's also that it's all it's all in the execution. Again, I, I still have had no success. Wow. Whoa. Sorry, Freudian penis. Freudian penis. Everybody wow. out of the nipple. Wow. 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 Um, I uh, don't even like uh, sex with you know Laszlo. No. Shawnee. I um 
I uh, I uh, I could see somebody saying, "Wow, that's really weird." Like if you almost like me with the, I, we did talk about this on the Do By Friday podcast. I contrasted it with UK versus American Office for a first episode, which is completely unfair in so many ways because the second episode of The Office is one of the best episodes of the show ever. Thanks to the great Larry Wilmore. But um, you could say to somebody, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I like that movie. Okay, it was kind of weird. It was fun. It was well done. But like, well, and then you turn on the TV show, and you're like, Nandor. Oh, Nandor seems kind of a lot like Vladislav, but with uh, Viago's oh, voice. Yes. Kind of, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come into, into the fancy room, close the door. Um, and, uh, you know, and obviously the woman, so the woman now, you've got Guillermo. And, but like, it is really different. And in some ways, it actually leans more heavily into the roommate problems part, which I love. Yes. But then <sighs> Colin Robinson walks in and you're like, what in the hell am I watching? And that character is so, the guy is so funny. He's so committed to his parts. Every part he plays, he's so committed. Well, great. I hope you'll stick with it. It's, oh, a, it's an I'm, awful. I'm, I'm loving it, but I don't like, I am not. I know, I know this is going to freak people out to hear this. Yeah, sure. I am not like a binge watching person. Like, like, oh, that's okay. That's I almost fine. never would watch. I would never judge you for that. Three, you two, three you. episodes in a row. The last time I did uh, that was when I, when I was catching up on Lost and the first two <laughs> seasons of Lost had already come out and we were coming up to the third season and a friend of mine is like, you should watch Lost. I'm like, why? And they're like, it's a very Dan show. You just need to watch it. And I said, well, okay, that sounds like enough of a suggestion reason. I'll try it. It sounds kind of cool. It's maybe it's sci-fi. Yeah. It's weird. It's cool. So, I'll so watch hang it. on. At, at this time, so just to be clear for me, uh, at this time you were aware of the show. You were probably, like a lot of people, sick of hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. But you hadn't actually tucked into to Jack and the, and the plane on the beach. I'd never watched, never watched it. So, oh, isn't that an amazing first episode? It was so good. So my friend said, I'm like, well, how am I supposed to watch it? You have to remember, these are the days before... I like know. you couldn't just download stuff. <laughs> like planning your, you, well, it wouldn't even necessarily be on DVD for Netflix at that point. No, it was, it was not. And yeah, just the, it's ABC or go home. I could have, well, I suppose I could have bought the DVDs or Blu-rays of it or whatever. Oh, previous seasons. You know. Yeah, sure. But I wasn't that into it. My friend's like, listen, I like, I got, I got some for you. And he gave me these DVDs that were c- completely illegal that were from, I think mm. they were from China, and oh. they had been. It was a recording of a satellite broadcast because it had like the local news scroll across <laughs> was the it bottom. Like, is it like a, a telescene or like was it one of those wackadoo fits uh, on a DVD formats? Yeah, and they completely changed everything to make this work. <laughs> it was not, and and so like you saw the the scroll across the bottom. You saw the logo for the, whatever the local CBS or whatever affiliate was. You saw commercials would be kind of oh, just right. start and then it would cut away and be back. Well, I always to feel the bad show. when my copy of something has a Canadian maple leaf on it, <laughs> right? Like it's so obvious to my kid that it's yeah, stolen. Yeah, it's stolen. But I, I was like, that's fine. At those, I think I put in that that DVD. I think I would just watch that straight through, like barely slept until I had watched the first two seasons. I was way into yeah. that show. I not only uh, would not criticize you for that, but I actually have sort of a um, uh, codex or rubric, some kind of a fancy word for mm, it, which mm. is that I think it varies so, m- for me anyway, it varies so much from show to show. Um, so like, I mean, just give you some easy examples. I think there's there's one TV show of the last five years 
that is a real is a, such a no brainer in terms of binging for a variety of reasons, and that's the good place. Um, now, whether you like yeah. it or not, that's okay. But here's the thing about the good 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 place: those episodes go by so fast, and that show is such a mood. Right. The whole point, the whole thing with that show and Mike Schur has talked about this was like, you know, he went and consulted with like academics and ethicists about like the themes that he wanted to talk about philosophers. Um, at least that's what he said. Um, but the show is a mood. It's one of those like maybe a little bit like Lost or I think of something like The Prisoner back in the day, the mm. kind of thing where you really kind of need to disappear into this world. Um, I think, and because they go down so easy, not that they're, you know, bagatelles or, you know, lemon heads or something, but uh, you can bla- you can and probably should blaze through those maybe three or four at a time. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and then you know, in between, I feel like you got something. Depending on how much you love the show, you got something like what we do in the shadows, or there's all kinds of shows where I think once you've watched it a bunch of times, you go, "Oh, you know, this season kind of breaks into three parts." If I were going to recommend this to somebody, like for example, and really, I, I, I'm I'm really on the horns of a dilemma in how I talk about this show because it's so so important to me that. People, I think, would love it. Watch what we do in the shadows, but I just don't want to get spoiled on stuff that happens. You know, if you, if you, it's like if you try and find out anything about any season of Law of, uh, sorry, Survivor, like you always see who won, and it sucks. Like if you're going back and doing a rewatch, you kind of don't remember. You know, somebody it, like no matter what you do, look up Survivor, you find out who won, and it sucks. And if once you get into, we've all, I, I hope we've all done this. You get super into something, and of course, you end up on Wikia. Mm-hmm. And Wikia, like it's 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 uh, as you say, Poppy, uh, Wikipedia seeks to be an exhaustive source of truth mm-hmm. about a property. And, and like, I don't think they go out of their way to spoil things. But the first paragraph of some oh, it's always entries. Well, it's going to need to say something like this character, and then this character died. Yeah. Here's, like, oh. here's here's how Abraham Lincoln was shot and killed in the you know like I don't other need that than that she target. enjoyed the play right. And then finally, you've got something like The Leftovers, which I have recently uh, decided is my favorite TV show of all time. And I can't don't won't don't want to watch more than one or two because it's heavy and it's a lot to pay attention to. Uh, I, and I'm, I'm recording a podcast episode today where I'll be talking about the Beatles Get Back um, series. Oh, and yeah. Is that, that's looked really good. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Is, it, is it amazing? I would say definitely check it out. Right. Uh, and you, yeah, and, you know, and just kind of, you got to, uh, as I'll sit with, I think people, some people think it's too long, thinks it's too boring, thinks it's too, like, not edited enough. And I'm like, no, that's exactly the point. The point is, like, you're in the room, especially if you've ever seen the goddamn 1969 original Let It Be movie, which will make you want to harm yourself. <laughs> Watching this, you need to sit in that room at Twickenham and go like, oh, yeah, I could see how that's really awkward. Wow, Yoko actually seems kind of cool and not like a controlling bitch at all. And Paul is not actually an asshole. He just wants everybody to do their goddamn job. And even though he's a little bit gacked out on heroin, John Lennon is more charming than you've ever seen him. And he's dancing with Paul. And Wow. But, but that show needs to be that way. So last night I had to shotgun the third of the three. And each one's like oh, two hours long. Two or more. Some are close to three. Um, I had to shotgun the last one last night to prep. And uh, that's not the ideal way to do that. 
Uh, but anyway, I guess I'm saying, you know, you, you got to do this the way you want. I think it's helpful. You know, I love that word velocity. Mm-hmm. If you are giving somebody the recommendation and they seem very into it, I think it can be useful to say, well, in the same way, I think it's useful to say, well, you know, you and I both like these four fairly obscure things and we both dislike this one fairly popular thing. Maybe we should like give each other you know, suggestions. Mm. And, and when you do that, I think it is useful to say, like, here's a, here's also a recommended velocity for that. Like, I would not plan to down every episode of, say, season two of The Leftovers in a weekend, because I think you actually don't get that much out of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, very much. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm doing well. Glass harmonica. I'm up and at them. <sighs> Listened to a lot of Rush this morning. So, um, oh, like Tom Sawyer get, oh, or what, what time period? Oh no. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. My, my, my go to, you know, when I need to get in the mood, I don't like to talk about this. It's pretty personal. Sometimes I'll just put on, you know, something like say Duke by Genesis because you know, that, that gets my jazz moving. Uh, uh, on a day like this, I got to get pumped, Sure. you know? And so I listen to, uh, well, I, I've created my own slightly different order for, Permanent Waves that greatly improves the album. I listen to my side one of Permanent Waves, and I listen to my side one of uh, Moving Pictures. And I'm feeling very ob- objectivist this morning. I'm really going to be looking out for me. Do you understand? No, I do. I definitely. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Th- he, he there is one like fairly lazy rhyme because you know Neil Peart. He has that s- dumb smart dumb guy problem. You know. I'm trying to figure out a way to fit this in the wisdom document. It doesn't sound jerky, but you know, that thing where you like, you don't really understand how to use personal pronouns because you're trying to sound fancy. <laughs> and so you say, um, um, Rodrigo went with he and I, and you're like, well, that's not okay. If Rodrigo went, he went with, you know, him, him and you, him and me. And the trick, Dan, I know mm-hmm. you know this because you're, you're a computer major. Oh, that's that Shel is, Silverstein uh, poem. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me where Ayn Rand ends. Me and that one. Where Ayn Rand ends. That's not even worth the title. Um, <laughs> the uh, bu- 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 he also wrote a boy named Sue, the Johnny Cash song. I don't know if a lot of people know that. Um, uh, is that uh, you know he does the, the the dumb the dumb smart guy thing, where like hey, here's the trick, everybody. I, I'm trying to word this for for posterity in a way that doesn't sound jerky, but there's a pretty easy way that I think more people, the evidence suggests that more people could utilize a very straightforward method for knowing personal, which personal pronoun to use. So I'm not talking about, you know, the, the, you know, the pronouns of, uh, <clears throat> of, uh, of our parlance, you know, right at the time. But, but like you say, you say, so you don't say, you don't say he came with, you know, he and I, mm-hmm. because the, that, that's, you're trying to do, you're getting your subjects and your objects mixed up. You would say him and me. Well, how do you know that? Well, act like the and is not there and turn it into two sentences, right? Rodrigo went with him. Does it sound right to say Rodrigo went with he? No, of course not. It sounds like you didn't finish third grade. Right, what are you doing? And did, would you say Rodrigo went with I? Definitely not. Well, unless you're a pirate. Like, what are you doing? You say he <laughs> went, and so that bec- that's, that's the easy test. Personal pronouns, look it up. But he does one that I think is a little lazy. But, but you know, he, like, for example, in Entree New, he goes, um, <clears throat> I'm going to sing, sing as Getty, but, but it's, you know, Neil's writing. Um, Leave room for you and I to grow. You know, mm-hmm. that song Entree New, mm-hmm. just between mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a bop, as my daughter would say. He says, leave room for you and I to grow. Well, no, it wouldn't be. It would be you and me. Don't try to sound fancy. Don't do that. But there's one where he goes uh, on the wonderful song, uh, Limelight. 
that I like a lot. And he goes, he goes, insufficient tack. Okay, and this cast in this unlikely, just from memory. Feel free to correct me on uh, in, yes. in show notes. Of course. Let's see. Um, um, uh, see. How's it going? equipped to act with insufficient tact. And then, then ready, get ready. Here comes the fancy dumb guy. One must put up barriers to keep oneself intact. What are you, Oscar Wilde? You're from I Canada. I mean, it's, fa- it's fancy talk. It is fancy. Come in the fancy room. Close the door, Guillermo. Mm-hmm. Not you. Not not you, Guillermo. Oh, uh, Laszlo. Laszlo rules. And Nadja. I love them all. But Laszlo, man, he's great. You know that guy, Matt Berry. You've seen him in things before, right? Remind me what I was saying. Laszlo. Oh, Laszlo. Oh, yeah, you remember yeah, 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 yeah. They're doing the talking head shot about yes. how they both had acrobatic sex, you know, with the Baron yes. in the past. Yes. The Baron who doesn't have a penis. That's Doug Jones, by the way. That's the great Doug Jones, the actor who always plays characters like that. You remember, you know, Doug Jones? He plays the sex fish in that Del Toro movie. Um, he plays, uh, he's on, he's on. Oh, he's yeah. On I think Star you're Trek. thinking of uh, like water for chocolate. Am I? Mm. Huh. I'm also thinking of, he played two different characters in the terrifying uh, Del Toro movie, Pan's Labyrinth. He's the hand eyeball guy, and he's the Minotaur guy. Oh, kind of dressing up. Well, Doug Jones is uh, apparently. I've heard in interviews that that he's just fantastic to work with, and uh, you know he's that guy. He's he's kind of like the American nice Andy Circus. I you know? see. He could play. He could play. Uh, he could play a monkey. Sorry, a chimp. He could play. Uh, you know. He could play uh, Martin Hannett in Twenty Four Hour Party People. I'm talking here about Andy Circus. Best known for Gollum, which is not a golem. That's when no, your people make things it's different. Out of clay. Why do you think they did that? I don't know. They didn't think it was that precious, huh? Really makes you think. I got a lot of odds and sods here. Uh, is there anything? Oh, you know what? I've got. I still got in the chamber, and we do not need to talk about this because it's crazy boring. But but now that the the wisdom project is my unofficial side hustle. Uh, I, I'm thinking about a lot of things, and and one of them was that uh, you know I to get, we like to tra- talk about travel sometimes. Yeah, we do. When I just, I got did, in I just the did a trip, and, and we talked about it. You went to Nueva York. Yeah, I, I've got in the chamber here is uh, mini. It's called mini travel update, or or what I call practicing vacation. Oh. And um, I thought I would talk about uh, the importance of low stakes trials for things. Okay. I've also got a lot of odds and sods today. Okay. What do you have today? This is the pre-flight. What do you? What do you? Uh, what do you have today? So, what are you excited about Dan? I mean, I, I have masterclass. What else are you excited about? Feedback about you know movies. That's always X-Men. a thing. Uh, X Men mm-hmm. in particular. I've watched them, and now we're just on the very last one. But it, we watched both the Deadpool's. Oh. We watched both the Deadpool's. So I have to, uh. we have to talk about that. And shoop, um, shoop it up, Yeah, and I have um. <laughs> I love that movie too much. I have some questions. I have some questions. I love you. Know who I love? Can I just say, yes? You know who I love is I love Dopender. Dopender. The, the, he's the, the best part. Driver. He's the best little comic, really. As if I just you, love do, when you don't call, need a comedic sidekick, <laughs> but he's Mr. there. Pool. You're gonna smell like Mama June's. Yeah. Um, uh, that sounds great. Uh, well, I'll, we could jump in anywhere, and you have questions for me. Mm-hmm. You know what? How about right off the top at minute nineteen? Do you want to tell me about something you like? Yeah, I would actually. I would yeah. love. I would. I would oh, I, got I, a bell right here. You do. I got a feeling I'm going to need it. It's, we're going to talk about masterclass. Masterclass. What do you think of that? I think it's tremendous. I think education is so important. I think a man needs a maid, 
And, and I think, you know, you know, we're not calling it the master. Did you know we're not calling it the master bedroom anymore? Did you know that? Oh, the main bedroom? We, I think we, I think we call it main bedroom or default bedroom. Default? Def- wow. Default bedroom. Or you can just call it the fancy, the fancy room. Close the door, Guillermo. Um, hey, what, what's the deal? What even is Masterclass, Dan? Oh, I'd love to tell you about it. Uh, Masterclass, oh, this, is, this is the thing. This is the thing about yeah. Masterclass. You want to learn something, right? And the way that people generally want to learn these days, it's 2021, Merlin. It's, yeah. you got to learn your own. For, for, for just a little, as I say, for a minute, it, it is. But, but then, poof, it goes by fast, don't it? Yeah, you got to learn. You got to learn at your own pace. That's the whole thing about masterclass, right? You don't. You don't want to learn at, at someone else's pace. You want to do your own pace. You want to go and learn Love the thing that you want to learn. And you might want to spend an hour a day. You might want to binge it. You might want to go crazy. You might want to do you know mm-hmm. fifty hours. Do I don't know. Do I don't know your yeah, life, yeah. right? No, it's not your job. It's, it's not my job to, to know any of this stuff. So here's the thing. You, you, go know, to, you know what I say sometimes what? when people say that? People say something like, "Oh, oh, you know, we're so and so." You know what I say sometimes? I say it's not my day to watch them. This is you're not or, feeling it. You're not feeling well, it. Well, it's the same poll when you say not my circus, not my monkeys, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's the same thing I'm trying to say right here. So if you go to masterclass.com, if you just go there and you scroll around, I'm not even telling them, Merlin, I'm not even saying to go to our special URL, which by the way is masterclass.com slash back to work. I'm not saying that. I'm saying don't go there, right? But if you mm-hmm. just go there and you look around, they have so much really cool stuff. They've got a new thing coming out. This is one that really surprised me. I wasn't expecting this. They've got one called the the White House, where they've got past presidents. What? They've got uh, all kinds of people talking about leadership and how politics. far back do they go? Does it have like all the way to Johnson, all the way back to eight. Johnson, Van Buren? Oh, go, go back to the number. Go back to the one six, huh? They've got huh. Uh, they've got Gordon Ramsay in there teaching you how to cook. Damn. I mean, I know you're, you're into you like him. Oh, I do. You like him? Yeah. Basically. But the it's, tomato is rotten. It's not like yeah. what's interesting about um, it, what's interesting is it's it's not like you go in and you say, well, I, I want to learn about food and you like click food and then it shows you like a bunch of chefs and stuff like, you know, they got Aaron Franklin from Franklin's Barbecue in there. Take teaching. Is, is that a local barbecue. boy? Is that an ATX? Uh, yeah, ATX he's local? well, he's world famous. Like oh, he hangs out with like Obama. Oh, I know it's for you. That's like no big deal, but it's not like he knows. No. Av. It's not like he knows. Av. Well, but, right. um, I, I did go to a party that Elon Musk was at and was so drunk. I had to leave, leave Roderick behind. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. regrettable. But the thing is, yeah, I barely, I barely remember we were there with Hodgman and I, I was so drunk. I, I said, I've got to go. I think it was at Ev's house, but I don't remember. It's Dang. not an Ev's house I've ever been to, but yeah, Elon Musk was there. Elon Musk who, who now, who now looks like the guy from the fifth element. Is it okay that I sometimes watch Masterclass just because Which it's guy from the Fifth Element are you talking about? Gary Oldman. Him? He's got, he's got that... Pl- have you, have Elon Musk doesn't wear the little plastic thing. He doesn't oh, have a little elephant he will. in his desk. He will. He will. Yeah, and to quote he somebody will. who made me laugh on Twitter yesterday, uh, Mary Kay is a Twitter... Uh, Mary Kay is... Uh, crypto is Mary Kay for young men. Yeah. Um, I'm going to send you an image, but please go ahead. Is it okay that I sometimes watch Masterclass just because I, I don't even necessarily want to like super learn something, but I just really find that James James Suckling teaches wine appreciation. James Suckling. Suckling. Huh, that's so interesting. That's that's relatively close to the name of Nadja's lover, Gregor. Wolf, Wolfgang Puck teaches cooking. Jeff Merlin. Jeff Suckler. Suck, Jeff, so in, here's the premise of this: in every are they single, paying for this, Dan? Are they paying money for in this? every single category that you pick? 
they've got masters of that trade. So like in in writing, they got your buddy Malcolm Gladwell. They got Neil Gaiman, your favorite. Love him. You know what I'm saying? They've, oh, I do like I do, he did uh, he did Coraline. And and so what you're going to say is like you go to like like entertainment for example, you're going to look uh-huh. in there and they've got uh they've got Dead Mouse in there. Not Deflator Mouse, Merlin. These are different things. Deflator Mouse is that is it Deflator and do you have you say is it Deflator Mouse or Zorro? That the Wayne family went to see when the pearls hit the alley alley, alley floor. Yes, because some, sometimes it's yes. usually it's Zorro. I think in the comic it's Zorro. They got Danny service. Elfman teaching music for film. The thing is this: Do you're going to look Batman at the, was co-created by a guy named Bill Finger. You're you going to listen to you're going to listen to Dead Mouse mm. talk. You're going to be like, I'm not going to mm. be like making EDM music or anything like that. But there's still so Mm-mm. much you can learn from these different people. And then there's like practical stuff that you really can really can learn. And master, yep. and I love. I absolutely love masterclass. I remember when they came out, they had like five or six people on there, and I'm like, the quality of these. There's no way they're going to be able to continue this. I said this to you last time we had this sponsor. Like, there's no way they're going to be able to reproduce the quality of each of these lessons out. And they do. That's the crazy thing is every single one of these episodes is really, really amazing. And the way that it's set up, the production values are astonishing, and they're all different. It's not like nothing they have against, the same set. Against, and they walk. Uh, they walk everyone in the same set and sit, sit them down. It's yeah, a different I was just gonna set, say it's not like uh, no shade, no lemonade against popular video streaming services and the offerings there, but this is really much closer to like feature film quality for real. It really is, and so they made a special URL. It is master class.com slash back to work. But here's what they do that is really cool about this. When you go there and try this out, every class is broken into individual lessons. They're about 10, sometimes, you know, sometimes they're more than 10, if I'm being honest with the listeners, mm-hmm. so sometimes more than 10. But you explore at your own pace. You've got downloadable content. They could have materials, lessons, recipes, whatever it is. And they've got hundreds of these lessons out there from the most brilliant minds. You can watch this on anything. You've got iOS, Android, desktop, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, which I know is your favorite, Roku, which I'm into. I have the little Roku sticks, Roku stick. We're going to talk about that after this. Remind me. Um, but an Bring annual membership starts at $180 a year. It's amazing what you get from that. You get access to every single thing on there, this immersive learning experience. It's like totally amazing. And That's a this, pretty good deal if you think about it. I mean, you, a lot of people, you pay more than that to get your fortune read. Seriously. And this holiday, mm. they're doing this special thing. You can give an annual membership and you get one free. So like- That's crazy. If you're going to get it anyway, just make it a gift and give it to the person that knows the least in your life. Masterclass.com slash back to work today. <laughs> Masterclass.com. Terms apply, That's it says. Bullseye. Terms apply. So you've got to do that. But yeah. anyway, thanks very much to Masterclass. For making this show possible, Merlin Xavier Man. Thanks, Masterclass. Buck, buck. So much do some discontinuity bah, in the X Men movies with 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 mm-hmm. when is Xavier in a wheelchair? When is he not in a wheelchair? How come sometimes yeah. he's old and walking around, other times he's in the chair? I can't make heads or tails of this. Yeah, yeah. And then, then they don't Augie even try. The, Augie from the office is so pale. They put him in a water tower. Then Augie from the office is very pale and they're mean to him. But then you get the girl with the knife feet and she's the best. You know? The knife in Logan. feet? Did she have knife feet? X-23? That's what we call her. L- Laura? You can talk about in Logan? Logan? Uh, oh, the... Logan? The X- no, X-23. X-23. Knife feet. Yeah, she does, does have, have a knife foot. Yeah, it's badass. She's amazing, and she's also really good in. I didn't finish watching it, but I thought she was very good. Her her acting was very good in the um, <sighs> Golden Compass HBO show. She was good in that. She's a good actress. I think she's from uh, Spain. 
Yeah, That's I cool. She's, no, she's I agree great. with you. A lot, a lot of it's. It is. <clears throat> I mean, it's this. I can't even ima- imagine the needle you have to thread if you're Kevin Feige, or if I mean, you could choose just to throw the needle away, I suppose. But whether you're Kevin Feige or whether you're uh, uh, what's his name, <laughs> Brian Cranston, who, who's the canceled X Men director? You know who I mean, Brian. Uh, Brian, yeah, X Men. Brian X Men. Like I, you know, it's weird. Like you go, oh yeah, do we bring in Striker? Yes, we bring in Striker. Like okay, but like when we do God Loves Man Kills type things, we adapt that. But like, if Chris Claremont were alive today, he'd be rolling in his grave. I mean, seriously, Colossus not being from Russia? He saves magic from the field in uh, in Giant Size X-Men number one. It's she, Col- Colossus is not just canonically, but very importantly Russian. It would be like having Nightcrawler be from West Virginia. Right. And say it's coal dust that made him that way. Right. No, I mean, honestly, I don't the, love, the, I don't the, love the Nightcrawler's portrayal in any of the movies. Yeah. I'm disappointed with him. I get, you know what? He seems, in the comics, he always seemed more... He seemed a little tougher. He seemed a little more robust. Colossus? Nightcrawler. Oh, really? I, I, I like what Alan, Cum- Alan Cumming does with that. I think the opening of the second movie, the White House scene, is really, really good. It's an amazing scene. It scared the bejesus out of my kid in that circa, you'll remember all too well, that circa 2013 era when, you know, you and I talked about comics a lot. I was getting into comics, you know, for the first time, really. And uh, we said, oh, check this out. Because, you know, we love, you know, when she would draw pictures of us together. Yeah. I have one right here. I'll send it to you. She would draw me as a Cyclops and her as Nightcrawler. That's how I drew us, too. Same as me and you. Yeah. Oh, you and my daughter? No, me. She does does have blue hair now, so. (laughs) Do you draw a lot of pictures of my daughter? Yeah, I'll send you a photo of that, too. Uh, when you tell me about the next thing you like, uh, keep going. Let's do X Men, and then why don't we do Round Robin, uh, Oz and Saw? Sure, 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 sure. Like and I, I have a little bit of news, different things I've tried with the uh, digital assistants too that I wanted to. I know oh, it's Dan. important follow up for that. Dan, it's been like four days since we recorded, and it's only gotten. <laughs> I've unplugged it. Oh my god! But now I also can't get Hulu to work on my Google stuff. Oh my god, it's maddening. Hey everybody! Welcome to Back to Work. It's a program about uh, pound sign everything. Ostensibly, and and uh, the 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 slogan of this show is uh, "Stand back." I don't know how big this thing gets. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's biblical. Don't be gross. So, uh, what are we starting with? What do you, how do you want to do this? How do you want to start? Um, I, let's see. I can do a quickie. Uh, this is not for you. No, you, for you me absolutely. or for the listener. I don't know who you're talking to. Oh, it's the, not the for global, me. The, the global you. No. The the infinite you. Um, the earthly you. Um, because you you are a long time, or you you pretend to be at least a, a long time practicing meditator. Yes. Um, I have been. Uh, I, let me let me pop the stack just a little bit here. Um, so there's this book that I cannot stop thinking about. I cannot stop reading. I cannot stop listening to. And consequently, I cannot stop talking about with my friend Alex on Dubai Friday. It's a book called The Body Keeps the Score. And it's an astonishing, uh, it's officially entered the pantheon as the third most important, uh, probably third most important book in how I think about the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, Up there with getting things done and uh, um, it's all too much. And basically, it's it's one of the guys I think I've mentioned here before. It's a doctor who's been around a while. He, you know, helped define what PTSD is and stuff like that. It's a book about trauma and what it physically does to your body and your brain and all the ways it kind of plays tricks on your life. And, sure. um, but, you know, in talking about how to address that, 
he gets into very interesting stuff about, you know, dance and yoga. And long story short, over the past week or two now, uh, I've really been trying to look at not just pulse, but things like heart rate variability. And and as I think I've said at length before, I, I really do treat this as a, like what, like a ninth grade or maybe sixth grade science experiment, sure. which is, you know, as my shrink is, uh, tells me uh, on a regular basis, you can choose to address your problems from the top down or from the bottom up, and you can really, you can do both. Like, there's different ways of, of thinking, you know, we're humans, we have consciousness, we have ways of thinking about our thoughts, which not every, I mean, I don't think there's that many schnauzers that can do that. And so we have ways of thinking about this. And one bottom-up, I think this would technically be bottom-up, bottom-up way is to say, well, rather than trying to like think about you know my relationship with my dead father, it might be useful instead to say, well, what if we tried to help my anxiety by looking at things like uh, signs and symptoms? Right. Like signs in particular, meaning things like pulse. And the very interesting field of heart rate variability, which is a relatively new thing that I still don't really understand, but I've been working on that. And the thing I finally started doing is using Apple Fitness Plus uh, to do, I want to eventually get into yoga, uh, but um, my easy slide into that is doing short meditations. So I've been doing, med- and my wife's been doing this stuff forever. She does yoga, she does meditation, she does lots of different things with Fitness Plus since it you know came out. But like, I, I guess I kind of overlooked it, especially because it really got happening during COVID and First week of COVID, I turned down the expectations on everything. Like my stand goal, I don't care. Don't beat me about this. No, I haven't done my usual, you know, seven to 12,000 steps. I have 3,000 steps because I have to stay inside to not kill the world. Uh, but, but, you know, now I'm back on it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really catching up on all this really cool Fitness Plus stuff, including that I can play these on my TV. And uh, the watch automatically says basically which watch do you want to associate with with this Fitness Plus quote unquote workout, and I just think it's really neat. I wanted to mention I wanted to mention it to people. Like I say, you don't need this, but for aspiring meditators, uh, I think it's real good. It's a little the interface. I have to say is a little bit fussy, but the interface is fussy in the service of something really useful, which is that inside of meditation they have axes, so you can basically select between, on the one hand, well, there's trainers, right? Like meditation leaders. Uh, I'm a big fan of Joanne. Um, she's an old, older lady with lots of tattoos and a nice smile. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I, I've been doing a lot of Joannes. And, uh, the fa- so you the fabric uh, store. That's right. That's right, Michael's. Yes. You get, uh, oh, you know, ours was Ben Franklin when I was a kid. We had a store called Ben Franklin. I don't think he made anything off that. No. Yeah. But, they didn't but have to pay him for that? I don't know. Maybe as a state, he was already healthy, wealthy, and wise. Uh-huh. So, but, you know, he's already asleep when this court ruling came out. The uh, burp, 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 burp. First, you can choose by, choose by trainer. Not the way I would go into this unless you've decided there are especially some trainers you don't like. But the, the, the axes are you can choose by trainer. You can choose by amount of time, right? Five, 10, 20 minutes. Um, and then there's nine different categories for types of meditation, you know, including things like calmness, gratitude, et cetera. I just think it's real neat. It's been very useful to me. And I haven't put it in notes yet because like I say, the interface is a little fussy, but the one that I've been really enjoying for the past three, four, five nights is one Joanne does a 20 minute calmness one. And Dan, you know me, you know what I love? I love a good analogy that helps me understand meditation mm-hmm. less badly. Cause you, you'll recall that when we very first started talking about this, I stipulated that I thought because I was bad at meditation, I was doing meditation wrong. 
And it took me so many tries and basically almost two decades to understand that being bad at meditation is the point of meditation. Yes. You don't, you don't, you don't practice because you're good. Well, I mean, if you're Steph Curry, you know, or Wiggins, you do. Boy, Wiggins was killing last night. Um, if you, uh, you practice because you're bad. Because you need to practice. And it, the practice is the point. <laughs> the failing is the point. And the gently inclining your attention back to breath or whatever your focus is, is the point. And so uh, I'm almost done. I just wonder. So pre- previous analogies, pre the, my pre-Joanne world, you know, there's two, there's always two analogies with me. The first one that really grabbed me about meditation and what it is was from Either I want to say Buddhism Plain and Simple or one of, one of the good, you know, Buddhism books. And the guy said, imagine, imagine that you're standing on a bridge looking down at the water underneath you, say a river. All, your job when you meditate is to stand, stand on the bridge and try not to catch a fish. And I was like, you, you look at me, you see me with my fingers on my head and doing this. I was like, oh, my God. That's really, that's a remarkable, do you know what I mean? Like, isn't that a pretty good way to put it? Is like, your job is not to catch a fish. Your job is to not catch a fish. And every time you notice yourself trying to catch a fish, stop. And that's, that's one way to look at a certain kind I of meditation. I love hearing it described that way. That's excellent. excellent. A second one, a second one that I feel like I learned from Headspace, one of their really good little videos explaining this, because, you know, I'm always at the 101 level of everything. It's like really where I excel. <laughs> where I'm a Viking. Um, the second one that I love a lot was, I think the Headspace guy said, imagine, now similarly, sort of imagine you're standing on, say, a hill, looking down at a highway, watching the traffic go by. When you're meditating, your job is to look at the highway and try not to get into any of the cars. Pretty that's, good, right? That's really good. That's really good. That should go in the wisdom and, document. Put that in the wisdom okay. document. I, I'm trying to credit people, but I'm worried that people will think that I'm... Oh, that's Churchill. Churchill. Who said that? Twain. Twain <clears throat> Churchill. Twain, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Twain Churchill, the popular YouTuber. Uh-huh. Um, he plays he plays Minecraft online with Tubby and Tony. Um, the... Uh, now, that just sounds merely clever and cute and in I that kind of solipsistic... Like that. Oh, you're loving it. Yeah. Uh, in that kind of solipsistic way. But the truth is, once you do, as you say, sit down... Uh, and you realize the difficulty, you suddenly realize, oh my gosh, it's actually strangely difficult not to get into almost every car that goes by. It's strangely difficult because this is how, and Joanne covers this in several of hers, it's okay to be busy. It's okay to be productive at the times when that's useful to you. Now, Joanne has given me the latest thought technology, and I want to share this one with you. Uh, it's even plainer, even simpler. And so in this one calmness, 20-minute calmness one, I'm going to put in notes. Joanne says, uh, you know, yeah, you're busy, you're productive, you do these things. Right, but sure. that, you know the phrase you use about feeling sometimes like you're wearing a backpack full of bricks? Right? All too familiar idea to me, right? Like that there's a certain heaviness to this. She said, well, you know, it's like you walk around all day carrying this really heavy bag. And really, you're just here to do one thing, which is to put that bag down, which sounds easy. Mm-hmm. But once you're meditating, um, however you look at it, um, and you know what, for this one, I'll, I'll give you all a pass. If, if, like me, you choose to look at this as, quote, relaxation, that's fine. This is not like going to, you know, spirit rock and, and kneeling on rice or something. Um, but, but what she said was, you spend all your day walking around carrying this really heavy bag, you know, because that's what you do. Your job here today, this 5, 10, 20 minutes, is to just put that bag down. And then every time, this is important, you know, I love this word. Every time you find yourself holding that bag again, 
Your job is to set it down. Your job is to keep setting down the heavy bag that is so, so troubling to you. <laughs> when you put it that way, Dan, isn't that illuminating? Why do I keep picking up the bag? Well, I pick up the heavy bag because that's what I do. And I need this tattoo lady to tell me, put down the bag and keep putting down the bag. And it's okay if you feel bad about how much you pick up the bag without realizing it. You know, yes. don't catch a fish, stay out of cars, put down the bag. That's Joanne. I like that. I'm digging all this stuff. Dan, we're, thank you for being patient with that. I know you're not a giant fan of this kind of piker approach uh, to the practice. Um, uh, am I Am I not? I thought, okay. You, 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 well, sometimes you're a gentleman about it. Yeah. Um, Dan, where would pe- people find show notes for episode 557 five, of your uh, back to program? I know. I know. We went from like seven to 557. Five, I know. Uh, they would go to backtowork.limo slash, you said 557. Five, so I'm going to, I'm going to trust you on that one. Can I say, can I say one thing for the record? And yes. I'm going to throw to you and I don't want to make a big deal about this, no. but I, I would like, I would like to, I want to, I want to say something and, and I want to clarify something. I mean, it's, um, this is a safe space. Yeah, yeah, and the j- jokes are still a little bit in the room, but uh, but real talk. Uh, one of our early episodes of the show that that we we have fun with that people enjoyed was episode I think it was seven. Seven, yeah, that's the alligator. Yeah, the, in the one where we had we had a, we had a listener who needed some help about job stuff, and and at that time the the that character uh, was called Richard A. Mm-hmm. And 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 I um I've known for a while now that Richard A. Uh, is 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 Rachel A. Mm-hmm. And I I could continue to say Richard A in some contexts. I don't mean to be sort of dead naming. I, I'm doing that because if I said Rachel A, no one would know what I'm talking about. Right. But for the canon and going forward, I unless Rachel wants otherwise, I don't think we need to go back and retcon all the episodes. I, that's just not in the budget, Dan. But I would like to say, well, first of all, Rachel A, thanks for still being around. Thanks for being you. And um, I regret unintentionally if I, if I lean into a bit in a way that seemed hurtful because I didn't mean it that way. I don't think Rachel took it that way. But, uh, but I just want to say, you know, S slash Richard slash Rachel. I yeah, think so I just, how do you I do, do, I do, you do that effectively? Like was said or Ock, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Huh. That's just Pearl. Oh, that's Get awkward. Get Syracuse to write just, just Pearl. He hates, he hates said. Don't ever oh, mention said. Oh, don't said get him, him started. I accidentally, Dan, I accidentally got him started on said. No. Yeah. Why would yeah, you use said? Well, Pearl can do everything. Everything. Pearl can do so much more. Yeah, SpongeBob. <laughs> um, hey, hey, thanks for being around, Rachel. You, you've helped the show a lot, and uh, we'll never speak of it again, but I just wanted to clarify that for the record. I, I'm not sure if Rachel still listens, but uh, I would feel terribly about thinking um, that the. I think Rachel knows it was you know, just because that's the name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I but, do. But, but like, let's, let's do real talk and say, uh, hey, everybody out there, thanks for doing what you do and being who you are, unless you're a piece of shit. In which case, get your act together and read the Wisdom Doctor document. Dan, I'm throwing to you. What up, G? Oh, I don't know how I segue away from that. One must put up barriers to keep oneself intact. All right. I'm going to talk to you about the Google and so the Amazon situation that I'm having. All here. right. All right. Do you think people are getting sick of this? I don't give a damn. How would we know? How would we even know? We wouldn't. I would ask this device, but, but it probably... Anymore. Read my lips. And I'm stop. I'm, I'm cutting off texting now, too. I'm not even going to reply to text anymore. It's overloaded. I give it up at all. Oh, that's so interesting. I just unscribe, unsubscribed from like 35 podcasts the other day and it feels amazing. You're like 20 pounds lighter and you look better. I don't know about that. I mean, 
you know, it says in the document never to talk about how someone looks, but I'll 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 accept a compliment. I put it in the show notes. This is kind of my side hustle now, so y'all should be really keeping up with the document. It's something I'm very excited about. Dan, what's going on with your devices? Have you have you seen? We had to record, or chose to record. I don't have to do anything but die. But we chose to record last Friday for reasons, and now we're back here again. Yeah. All of my home assistant problems have only gotten worse, stupid, yeah, and different. Worse. Everything's worse, worse than where I was last di- week. Worse, stupid, and different. Yeah. Yes. Worse and more diverse. Wh- which, is, which do you want me to write down as a title? Worse? No, no, that's already, that's already, I think, the TiVo. Was diverse. it the TiVo episode? Worse and more diverse. Is that, no, toasters? <gasps> worse and more diverse. I think that was the toaster episode. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah, he's pouring the orange juice. He just wants a way to get the bread hot. So yeah. here's what, John, here, here's yeah. what's going on. Yeah. As you remember, I decided uh, during the show that I was abandoning <laughs> the Amazon devices. I'm abandoning them. I mean, I still have them here, but I'm I'm trying to switch to the Google. You abandon your boy because it's much better. <laughs> <laughs> I abandoned my boy. God is a superstition. <laughs> Okay, so we're quoting a movie, friends. So, um, yeah, I don't need email. Ooh, I hate, I hate it when the thing blows up and his hearing gets all messed up. I hate that scene. It's the worst scene as a parent. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. And but you know Johnny Greenwood, the guy from Radiohead that did, does that terrifying soundtrack. Oh it's yeah, such, that's right. That's who did that. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I think it's Johnny Greenwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That soundtrack is so upsetting. Is that Paul Thomas Anderson? Remind me. Yeah, um, Paul Thomas Anderson, right? Isn't. Sure. Yes, Merlin, it is Paul Thomas Anderson. If I remember correctly, last week when we chose to record on Friday, because I have agency, uh-huh. look it up. Yeah. Uh, you you were at that point, I was at the end of my rope. I, I fell back on my my, uh, my twice a year uh, cliche about hurling something into the sun. And Dan, it sounds like since Friday when we chose to record, it has not gotten better for you. Worse and, it's and less more... less good um, and more diverse. Yeah. <laughs> so what I, uh, one thing I wanted to try doing... Is I wanted to try, okay, so I have a Sonos One speaker uh-huh. and they sound wonderful. I think to my ear, they sound better than everything except the HomePod, which I don't own. Yeah, maybe everything except the big HomePod yeah. that they don't make anymore. Yeah, the, 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 one the big HomePod is like, like the iPad Pro in bed, like an iPad <laughs> Pro in bed. Which sounds like a like a really bad first draft of a fortune cookie. <laughs> talking about. Um, well, have you ever been in bed with a partner and you're looking at your iPad Pro and there's no brightness no. where you can get it low enough that it's not still too bright, <laughs> or like where you can't like there's that horrible thing even with my AirPod AirPod AirPods Max where like there is this it takes the most amazing muscle skill to get exactly the volume that I want. Like it's so hard to get that, you know, exactly right. This is this is, this is a tech problem, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I hear that. So yeah. I, uh, I I said I'm not going to use these Amazons anymore, and I want to try to introduce since I have this amazing speaker, I want to introduce him into the mix, uh-huh. you know, because it sounds so good. It fills the room. Do you still do you still mostly set that up in the Sonos app? Yeah, so everything still really where all the action happens. Yeah, all okay. the action, all the magic happens inside the Sonos. App. Okay, so. You would think that like it's it has this built-in capability to have a voice assistant. So you can you can pick which voice assistant you want. You can choose Google One, you can choose the Amazon One, and then it behaves as if it is that device. So once you've connected it to that service, you can say, as you say, Merlin, hey Dingus, mm-hmm. what time is it? Or whatever you want to know, and it will respond just like it's one of those devices. Well, getting this set up to work with Google 
took, I don't know, two, two to three hours of just back and forth, resetting things, clearing things, un, undisconnecting it, reconnecting it, giving, and this is with my just doing regular. That, doing like, it's, it's like trying to sue the baby. You just keep doing the seven things over and over. <laughs> Until and one you, works. Right? And what, what's, you have to keep doing that. You keep hailing it with what? Hey, Dingus, discover my devices. Is that the one for Google? Uh, well, or sync, sync my devices. What, like what I was, I was having to do it through the Google Assistant app and the Sonos app. And oh, that's I know the Google Assistant app horrible, extremely well. Horrible app. And oh, you know, I, I love the dot 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 at the top. That's always <laughs> feedback or help. That's I know, so handy so, to have on every page. Every time except, I would forget the two it. areas where it does have something different in it, <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, who made this app? You're killing me. Right? Yes. So I was in this, uh, this, uh, you know, infinite loop, as you say, and, um, and finally just something just worked and it just took, it just took. Uh, so I got the app assistant, the assistant working so I could, I could call it, but like, here's something that's really stupid that caused me to make a tweet. And the thing that's really dumb is you cannot add this device, which sounds so much better than all of the other devices that you have, whatever they are. You can't have it play in part of a group. And people were, t I tweeted about this and I said, Amazon and Google and Apple. I think that's a known issue. Yes, not it, a, no, a it is a known issue. It is a feature. Yeah. And it drove and, me crazy too. I, I I used to own like four of those. They're so good. They can be in their own group. Your Amazon they devices can be in their good. own group. Yeah. And your Google devices can be in their own group. And so here's what I'm talking about. Because people, after I tweeted this, I got a lot of people telling me what I meant. And I would like to tell them what I meant. And what I mean mm -hmm. is playing something means, let's say you have three devices, all of the same type. And you say to whichever one happens to hear you, Hey, Dingus, uh, play, uh, the police on the everywhere group. And it will say playing the police on Spotify on the everywhere group. And it will start all three of your speakers will play the same song at the same time in perfect in synchronicity. Sync. So you can sync. walk from the kitchen into the living room, into the bedroom where the three devices are. And it's the same song playing in the same time. There's no lag. And because you're not doing delay. it with your phone. This is, this becomes super important. Airplay is great for Apple yes. stuff when you're nearby. But if you're like me, even in our very small flat, if I move to different parts of the house, there's a part in the hallway in the middle of the house where suddenly, I think probably because it's handing off on Eero, where there will be a weird interruption that then leads to like a drop of almost all of them. And in this case, because you're right. streaming through the internet directly, not through your phone. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It does actually work a lot better for, for getting it right and syncing. And, um, and so Magic. you can't mix the different devices, which makes sense, you, 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 because they hate each other. So you could never get your... Amazon They've been taught to hate each to other. To work with yeah. the Google group. That makes perfect sense because they're at war. Mm -hmm. And Apple's in there yep. also at war. But it would also be nice if there was a standard that they would just adhere to. But they don't want you to do that. And there were people like, well, you can't expect the same content to be available. Yes, I can because my content is coming from Spotify. And that's Spotify. And so if it's coming from Spotify, I should be able to listen to it on my iPad, on my phone, on my computer, on my Amazon, on my Google, on my TV. It's coming from the same place. So there's no, well, there's digital also, rights also metadata, No, there is no digital also, rights management a, stuff. Metadata is a mostly solved problem. Yes. And I think when you when you move into the corners of the world that, in which I reside and you get into things like, let's just call it Plex. Mm -hmm. But if you get into Plex-related things, they've gotten around a lot of this. Like, for example, <clears throat> the friendly name of a movie might be 
be, say, I, I can't think of an example. Let's say there was a movie, there's a movie that recently came out called Top Hat. And you would say, well, okay, well, how does it know whether it's the recent movie called Top Hat or the Fred Astaire movie from the 30s? Mm-hmm. And you say, well, this, the simple way for that is to just include if, if it exactly, exactly matches in the official canonical title, Metadata Solve Problem, if it's exactly the same title, whether it's a TV show or whatever, the convention is normally to then use the minimal amount of effort to differentiate, which in this case is usually just put a year after it. Okay, but what if a movie called Top Hat came out in the UK and Thailand and America? Well, we got ways to deal with that too. You could, I believe the convention is paren UK slash 1977 or whatever. Like that's a solved problem to the point where like in my Plex world, I can make Plex and its peers less confused by appending the title of a file with a TMDB or IMDB um, serial number, basically. Like, when you go to IMDb or, or the movie database, you'll notice there's like a six or eight digit number that represents basically the equivalent of a serial number or an ASIN, however you want to think about it. Like, that's all solved. And it's like, so this whole world exists out there where we're not really that confused about all this stuff mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. The next frontier will be like, okay, which of the four versions of Blade Runner is this? And please don't get confused because right. I want all of them. Right. But like when you, you're right, you're, you're walking into, you're, well, you're entering a world of pain is what you're doing because they, as you say, they, they've, been, they've been taught to hate each other. It's like Ender's Game for sound. Ender's Game for sound. It should, it really should, it knows that it's there, it just chooses not to play ball. Like, I refuse to notice you, and you refuse to acknowledge me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Google, Apple, and Amazon, I would say they're in their corners, but that doesn't really make sense. But they're all over in these different areas going like, oh no, we don't do that. And that extends all the way to, like, there's a bunch of Apple Apple and Google stuff you can't buy on Amazon. Amazon stuff, you can't obviously, you obviously can't order from Apple, like they're they're trying to get you to where you're locked into whatever their thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course boy, they want. Sure. Of course they want vendor lock-in. Like that's what they're built for. Yeah. That's what they want to do. You, and you then, better learn to love this and then shun the others. Here's the thing. What if I told you, Merlin, that this great yeah. new website that that I just made, you can only access it from a Windows computer. It doesn't matter what browser you're on. It, that, that's not important. It has to be uh-huh. Windows. Um, that's insane. <laughs> that's absolutely insane. And that's exactly right. what's going on. It's There is content out there, a service and, and when Internet Explorer got away with that for a few years, yeah. it not only led to some litigation, right. but it made life hell for people like me and you. Right. And so that's the thing that seems frustrating because there is essentially an access to Spotify on all of these different devices, but you just can't, you can't get to it at the same time on the, in this, from these different devices because whatever these devices use to talk to each other to synchronize is separate it's different and they're not willing to let it work so what this what trickles down to this is even worse than that because it's not just about the amazon devices don't play with the google ones that's okay like i'm that's fine but here's Uh sonos welcome welcome sonos the um the little black sheep he comes in and he's like i could do any assistant you want me to do but guess what because there is no standard and because whatever standard Amazon and Apple and Google all use separately, the Sonos is not invited to the party on any of them. He, huh. he can't join and hang out with any of these guys in any of their rooms because they're closed down. So in order to have this amazing speaker that sounds better than all of the other speakers that are currently available, I have to just use that speaker. 
So I don't get the whole house music. I don't get the synchronicity music. I don't get anything. I get one speaker sounding better than all the other crap speakers. Uh-huh. Or I get the crap speakers. And so if I decide that I want to use just the and it, just the crap speakers, um, I now am having to use basically either go and get more Google speakers and their speakers are the worst, or I have to somehow accommodate Amazon's strange limitations uh, and and miss constantly mishearing me. It's so hostile. There was and something wonderful. I said to the Google Dingus. I said, Google Dingus. I said, What time is it? Instantly, it's twelve twenty four p.m. Instantly, uh-huh. I asked the same thing to the Amazon Dingus, and it says, "There's a pause. The time uh-huh. is twelve twenty four p.m." Like. I don't also would you like me to tell you the history of the number 24? Did you know that you can update purchases in your cart by saying update the I purchases in I my cart? It. For more information, please say update the purchases in my cart or use the digital assistant app on your phone. Like gross. I don't need this. We're, and in some sense, don't you agree? We're sort of back to where we were last week of the, like, all I ever want to see on here is the picture of my daughter. Yeah. Like, stop trying, what was the phrase we used? Should have been the title, probably, renting a Jumbotron. Yes. You're basically paying, you're basically paying to have advertising in your kitchen. Yeah. That's really maddening, I don't man, want and I feel you. I don't want yeah. it. Yeah. So, like, this is, the, this is the problem that I'm in <clears> now, and so I'm, I'm experimenting, and here's the other thing. I've got the Google Nest Hub in the kitchen, which is not mm-hmm. far away from the living room, which is where I have the uh, now, where I have the Sonos, which is at, at Google, which is now has the Google on it. Mm-hmm. I cannot get it. I cannot. This is the, the, mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling to me. I have, I have the Sonos playing music. So Google knows that music is playing from Spotify. If I go into the assistant app, I can see this. It knows it. Google, as an as sentient being, understands what I'm doing. It knows. But if I say, dingus, volume down, the one in the kitchen always responds. It always responds and doesn't do anything. And the volume never gets turned down. It never gets turned down. Is that the Amazon one that does it? It's the Google Google one. one. Okay, because I think Amazon ones are mostly one of their, if I were to like put these in a table, like a Brett Terpstra style comparison oh, table. His, he's him and his matrixes or matrices. He makes a hell of a table. I don't know how that guy does it. But um, no, but in that case, I think Amazon is maybe, at least in my, in my experience and <clears throat> household, it's inarguably the best at knowing which one I'm talking to and responding crazy quickly. Now, in your case, it sounds like your Google's doing better at that than your Amazon. It's way but, better. But you end up... So in, in, in betwixt and between all of these, you end up feeling like you're in the worst of all worlds. Yeah. Right? Because of all the trade-offs you have to make with all of these and Absolutely. all the like satisficing you do of like, and the reason I stopped using Sonos, nothing against them. I love their logo. I, I, I'm always, I love, I love when you can make a logo that you could flip horizontally and it still looks the same. It's the same. Because <clears throat> it's a palindrome. But, but uh, I got so put off by the experience of, I don't know the um, the the Google the Sonos app really feels like a food court of pain to me <laughs> to like deal with all the different <laughs> providers and no I, I still I'm don't writing I still that don't, one down that's a good one I still don't want Deezer I don't know what that is Title really Title still exists okay cool <clears throat> cool 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 yeah but yeah yeah all of this but like it really does feel like there is no most favored nations like it just everybody in there is just in the same sort of alphabetical garbage pile. It's very frustrating. I feel you, Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I, I'm taking a break from trying to fix this problem. I unplugged the uh, errant Echo Show over the weekend just to see if, you know, sometimes that does make a difference. But no, no. I think Hulu is just really pooping the bed in a lot of places right now. Plus, even though I pay a usurious amount, I've got the nicest Hulu package you can get. Mm. And yes, please don't email me. I know there's reasons there have to be commercials on some things. But I, I do pay for all of the things i pay for the hulu plus i get the, i pay for the live tv i pay for the no oh, the ads live version. TV is great on that. i pay for the dvr my hulu bill is pretty close to what a lot of people are used to paying for like full-on get all the channels cable it's close to a hundred dollars a month mm-hmm. and <clears throat> so first of all yes it is mind-boggling to me that when i'm watching something i still like in some movies or some shows and they're like oh yeah well that's part of the contract i'm like well Okay, then how I understand your constraint on that, but what is it that I paid for? No ads except when you have a contract? Okay, cool, whatever. But also it just poops the bed on watching live things, which is mainly what I use my if I if I use my Echo Show on my desk for watching anything, it's usually for watching something live on Hulu. I mean, I, I have all these screens that I can watch movies or TV on, but I just want to have the news on in the background or whatever. Or, you know, maybe watch uh, Turner Classic Movies just kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, but that's, that's really frustrating. And it's, I don't mean to make this about the money, but in a similar way to, it took Hulu not working for me to realize how far, you can listen to last week's episode. It took Hulu not working on the Echo Show to make me realize how little value I was getting out of Amazon Echo mm-hmm. devices. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of was this, the the Ernest Hemingway bankruptcy problem, and uh, I, but then you go like, well, wait a minute, then what what am I paying for here? Like that's a ridiculous amount of money to be paying for something because Hulu is less terrible than most of those other services. Like yeah. Jason Snell really likes uh, I think what is it called Fubu or Bebi or Ping Pong. He watches the one where you get lots of sports. Oh yeah, that Fu, Fubu Shumu, Shubu. Yeah, Shushumai. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, Fumu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, FOMO. FOMO. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I agree. It's really frustrating. And like sometimes the, the mask really falls, as they say at Equus. The mask sort of falls away, and you can really see that, like, oh, I see the machinery. It's really more like Westworld, yeah. the old Westworld. You yeah. see Yul Brynner's robot face underneath that. That's oh, right you know. under there the whole time. It's right under there the whole time. Yeah, yeah. No, Evan Rachel Wood. Um, and, uh, but when it falls away, you go, oh, no, you're just a mean robot. You're, you're not my pal. Like, why? This it's amazing is kind how of much a difference system. A, a face can make. You know, you put a face on something. What, that's it's like that song, What a Difference a Face Makes. And then now, like, for example, yesterday, and I have not tracked this down, but once a day I look at the shovel blogs. There are two nearly identical websites that talk about Apple things. And for some reason, I continue to look at both of them. And I don't know why, because they suck. But it was uh, announced or leaked yesterday. Uh, so I'm a big tile boy. I got a lot of those tiles. Did you see this headline yesterday? Um, about tile? Tile has been acquired by some creepy uh, stalk your kids company. Okay. And according to somebody, I'll find this for notes. Uh, according to somebody, a, a leaker inside the company, they will, the phrase this person used was tile, which in my case tracks the location of many devices, will sell the data about that location stuff to, I believe the line was quote unquote, practically anyone. Mm. <laughs> which is not what you want to hear. No, And it's like, like imagine that Yul Brynner's r- face came off and then his robot face came off. <laughs> oh. And then there was an even scarier robot face underneath. Would it be a robot face or would it go back to a, a human face again? Oh, like Robert Downey in Trop- Tropic Thunder. It's, I think it's robot faces all the way down. 
I would like to see huh. it be a human looking face. I would too. Or I like with, too. in RoboCop, where in, in RoboCop 12, where he's like, they made this to memorialize him. Like hmm. as if it was like a plastic face, like it wasn't skin. About? In RoboCop. Later on, it's what revealed part? that that's not his face. That's not flesh. That's, oh, they stretched it out. I love that effect. Ugh, that effect is amazing. No. And once again, once again, once again, I will recommend the blank check episode on RoboCop, which is, it's so difficult to say because I love those boys so much. It might be the best episode of that show ever because Griffin Newman is just on fire with how much he loves RoboCop. And it's, it's so freaking good. And they go so deep on how, like how they did those effects and the way that, you know, Peter Weller had like, was practicing at home after he got the part, like how to like figure out before they'd even like made or fitted him into the outfit. He knew how that he needed to move yeah, in a way that was going to be very awkward and heavy. And so they needed somebody kind of slight because the RoboCop outfit was going to be so big. Right. And that, that makeup effect with his stretched skin is so freaking. Like the, uh, the other thing that was interesting is the, the robots in, um, in, um, what's the Nolan movie with the time travel and Matthew McConaughey and it's not inner space. Oh yeah. In interstellar. Interstellar. The robots in that are my, they're my favorite robots in any movie. Oh, the, the ones with the legs that walk on the wall. Yeah. yeah. And then they, when they're I on the, those the, robots, when they're on the, uh, then, the ocean they, planet, they, they're spinning around. They settle into the center console. Oh, I love that. Ever oh, what, since that I saw that movie design. and I did not have a robot center, settling into my center console. I have, <laughs> that is a day I've missed yeah, out. You feel, you feel lesser. Hey, Dan, you have 20 seconds to comply. Tell me about uh, something um, that you like. I would love to tell you about Squarespace. The things that you can do to Squarespace with Squarespace or to it, Mm -hmm. with it or to it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes. It's amazing. It's amazing what you can do. You want to make a website? Guess what? You learn that in the the new West world, you shouldn't treat the robots like that. That's what I'm saying. So. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you have to be kind to them. They have feelings. Feelings. Well, they definitely got something. Squarespace you know? has feelings too. Dan, you don't have much of a rind on you. No, <laughs> no, thank you. I love Clementine. Love Clementine. Squarespace has Dan. feelings too. <laughs> Over. Squarespace has feelings too. Feelings just got feelings. Be nice to it. So you, when you log in, do it gently. Mm. Um, but it lets you blog or publish content. You can sell products and services. You've got built-in e-commerce. E-commerce, it's built in. It's built in. Do you have to add it? That's what I'm trying to say. No. No. Set, set, settings, look. It's all, drop, it's all customizable. Click. Everything is customizable. And you go SEO. in there, and you, you move the little sliders to change stuff. You don't have to know like HTML and CSS and everything's embeddable. It just works. That's the thing. It's like, but, they've but got like, a, what if you're new to buying domain names and you keep finding you really screwed up because you bought some non-unique domain names? Can they help you find a unique domain name? Be honest. Yes, they can. They've got over 200 really? TLDs. Yes. I'm not okay. making this up. All right. This is the all read. Right. This is I, right I here in the tell. read. Just we encourage folks Shh, to gentle. make it, make it yourself, make, make it, it stand it out. This is all right here mm-hmm. in the read. I could read it. Do you want to just read it? Or do you want me to, to wing it? I don't know. They, they got us working in shifts. <laughs> Leads. <laughs> Leads. Leads. <laughs> um, you know what? You know who's using this? I've got a list of different hey. kinds of people who are using Squarespace. I want to just different hit you with some of, of this because I know we've got a okay. diverse group of listeners here. Hey, don't be hurtful. Okay. Jewelry designers. Oh. Athletes. Wellness coaches, lawyers, gamers, Gamers. architects, bloggers, 
food to this producers. I would add podcasters, podcasters like Merlin Mann, because that's where Merlin Mann's personal websites are hosted on the Squarespace, and it's also uh, where the Roderick on the Line podcast. Has so you're saying lived. if if I go to MerlinMann.com, yep, and hit escape, and then hit escape. Hold on, me hit. Mm-hmm. That's the trick. <gasps> it's it's wanting to log me in. It's well, wanting it's secure, but it's it becomes a muscle memory thing because. Squarespace sites have always looked good. Uh, how do, but at how some does point it know that if you hit escape that you want to get to the dashboard? How does it know that? I assume JavaScript or dark magic. But 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 Squarespace sites have always looked good. It looked like way better, just template wise, right? And this is before we even get to the guts and then what you can like paste into a field and, and change about the entire website. It's all bananas. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're not here to teach you how to get great at Squarespace. We're going like, why are you still screwing around and not using Squarespace? There's a reason I'm on it, dude. And so <laughs> like in that instance, like I'm not stupid, <laughs> but like I will sometimes be somewhere, especially a restaurant site. Um, and I hit escape and I see if it offers me a Squarespace login and I'll be like, oh man. Because, like, you know, I, I do it on, like, pretty much every other site because I'll be like, I wonder if that's a Squarespace site. And the fact that I can't tell that or whether it's a Squarespace site is amazing because you can, as they say, make it your own. And Dan's so clean. It is it's clean. Like, that's the whole thing about so it. so clean. Yeah, yeah. It's clean. And the modality of how you work behind the scenes, they've really broken the, the sort of tasks that you're going to do. Do you want to do design stuff, content stuff? It's like, uh, think of a tab-like interface. Just makes it so easy to say, well, I'm not working on that right now. So, you know, you can almost think of it as like a like a like a toolbox or like the kitchen and the knives and kitchen tools and appliances. Like you would not, you know, you would not put your coffee maker um in, into the roasting pan because that's not what it's for. Yeah. And in this instance, you get a very very focused way to just work on one aspect at a time, but very easily hop over to doing a different kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the thing I, I, I get, I still marvel at this is the way that when they talk about how it works on all, all the devices and dinguses, yes. you know, what we used to call responsive design, like it's pretty crazy that you can like just click on a, a big, you know, uh, pictogram and say, what would, what's this look like on a computer? What's this look like on a tablet? What's this look like on a phone? You're saying and that this, this technology exists to do this within Yeah, within it's like Square right space. in there. They don't even charge you extra for it. Wow. It's a really, it's a really, I mean, we talk about it a lot because they pay us, but I really, it's, there's only a handful. Yeah, I, 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 I well, I don't want to get into it, but there's only a handful of, if I'm being real, there's only a handful of sponsors that I can say, like my unvarnished, mm. true, like, like, please don't waterboard me opinion mm-hmm. is like, I actually really <laughs> do super love it. Yeah. And, um, Unless, boy, they really better not screw me on this, Dan. But I can recommend Squarespace, and I don't say that very much about very many things. I really don't. So how do the listeners get to uh, to Squarespace to support uh, the show? I want to say it's you go to squarespace.com slash it's your show, Correct. one word. What if they want to, whether well, they're there and they like it, and now they want to get a website or a domain and want to Now, this is kind of the neat part, because there's no real super amount of skin in the game for you. You can go in. And they don't want me to tell you this, but you can go in, and without a credit card, you go and you start your account. And you can, as we as we say in the business, uh, I think Zeldman invented this term. You start dicking around, <laughs> go dick around That's right. with your Squarespace. That's part site. of the web Just standards. Two go make something thing. fun. Well, this is a regular bit, oh, of course. Uh, as 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 listeners know, the real heads know this is a regular bit on. Um, 
uh, the flop house where, you know, <laughs> Dan does the read and then Elliot comes up with some uh, different Elliot. Elliot. He's probably never heard that one. Um, Elliot comes up with some wackadoo idea for what he would do with the Squarespace site. Something that's relevant to the terrible movie they watched that week. Um, but you could do that. And as Jeffrey Zellman says, you can go in and dick around. Just make sure your, your code validates. If it, your code will validate because we don't have to worry about that anymore. Can I give you two syllables? Squarespace. Unique domain. You go in, dick around. And when you're ready to go live with it, um, and you know, perhaps you're ready to get a, finally buy yourself a domain name that's unique. You know, stop buying domain names that aren't unique. It's mm-hmm. basically like buying, it's like renting the Brooklyn Bridge. It's like triple sad. Get a unique domain name. And uh, if you use our very special code, it's your show. Yes, 10%. It was one, one word, unpunctuated. You get 10% off your first purchase. Mm-hmm. So now you've got a domain name that's unique, and you have a, a website that's all your own, and Bob's your uncle, or, or not. Thanks I very mean, much to Squarespace for making this show possible, Xavier. The family, family we build, Rachel A. Hey, um, thanks, Squarespace, Buck Buck. We got we to bounce soon. I, I got to go talk about uh, Get Back. Um, the, did I have one other good thing, maybe? Let me see if I got one other good thing. Uh, oh, you know what? I can just knock these out. Uh, did you? What, what else you got this week? Well, God, are we at seventy-two minutes? Yeah, not awesome. Oh Christ! Doesn't even, for, feel okay. like doesn't even feel like I it. I have a lot of things to find for notes, and I gotta, I gotta do Gruber in eighty minutes. So, uh, I will find the things. I will find Joanne. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> here we go again. It's the pre-tape call-in show problem. Uh, I'm going to mention something here, and I'm going to share this too because this might be useful to people. And I think it's it's it's. Uh, so one of the things that I would freak I, I want to frequently recommend to people because this is one of those I know you're smart and stuff like he and I. I know you're smart. You know, one must put up barriers to keep oneself intact. I understand you're smart. You know how to use your computer. Mm. I understand. I understand. But listen, listen. You really need to be doing more with that share menu. They call it the share menu because that's kind of the legacy name. But really, I mean, I guess they say share because it's shorter than do all of the other useful things. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's like trying to uh, localize or localize with German. Like it's a real pain in Das Ass, you know, like to fit all those letters in. So we call it share and you get that weird little arrow. I wonder how many people who, who should know better don't click that to do more than, say, send a text or whatever. Right. That's and all thing, it's there the for. Thing I, yeah, and the thing I want to really counsel people or suggest, again, in a nice way, is like, I mean, here's a, here's a use case for the share thing. Uh, almost, I want to just repeat this because I really feel like it's not getting through. So many of the things you look at on your Mac or on your phone mm. or on your iPad, mm. so many of those things, you can do the coolest stuff with that share yes. arrow, yeah, right? Yeah. And I, I know you know, but like, it's so, saving a PDF to files, hmm. love that. Hmm. Doing stuff like sending a cute, a tweet about Gertie, the Basset Hound, sending that to my family with the up arrow, super handy. The one I really want to get in your head though, the, the, like really leverages, utilizes the ecosystem, click that stupid arrow on a web page. If you're in Safari, on yes, yes on your phone, yes on your Mac. I swear to God this works. Click that button and say add a reminder. And that's going to make a beautiful little card, put it inside of a reminder, and you have now sent a web page to a reminder. Now, why would you want yeah, that? Yeah, why well, would you want that? Um, to read well, it like, is it like okay. a read it later kind of a thing? 
It could be, of course, Instapaper's under there or uh, the other ones. Um, but basically, that, just remember that share arrow is to do almost anything useful with almost anything. Right. On your device, yeah, it, it is. It's bananas how much is under there, and the way it can be customized. Can those? Can there be shortcuts under there? Yeah, absolutely, not a problem. Like, can you send this to like? Can you send this this whack? Can you send this PDF to your books app? Yes. Could you send this CBR or CBZ to your chunky reader? Yes, I'm your chunky reader. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. Um, the uh, that's all great, uh-huh. but let's let's talk about particulars here. And again, use case. Let's talk about something uh, important. Let's talk about something. Put that coffee down. Um, you who told you? What made you think you could work with men? <laughs> <clears throat> Please listen closely. I only have a moment. Um, but like what uh, we do a lot. I've said this before. But oh, you're talking about the machine. Yeah, the machine. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> said to, it was said today. It was so hot. In Chicago, uh, Christmas time, birthdays, whatever. So there, there are different little like uh, braces, clutches, little pairs that assemble around the holidays, right? So my daughter and I have a shared note about what things we might want to get for mom for Christmas. My my wife and I have a shared note about things we want. Do you call her? Do you Christmas. call her mom too? Sometimes. Yeah, like we, I, just do, the two I do. I do that. Yeah, no, I do. I do. Well, it was a joke when we were mostly just having intercourse and going to rock shows where, where the, we would say daddy because it was so creepy. Yeah. And I would say something, I would just, just to like deliberately make other people uncomfortable, I would say something like, does baby love daddy? No. No. Nope. And, and Madeline, Madeline, my girlfriend, would say, oh, baby loves daddy. Nope, nope, just because nope. it's so Blocking gross. Blocking this out. Oh, now we say mom and dad all the time. Um, but here's the thing. So we're sharing these notes. And we have shared reminders. Guys, have you really looked at reminders again lately? It's not, it's not. I can't for go. I can't me. do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. Well, okay. But like, I really do feel like we're back into the toolbox thing. Like for me still, like I love everybody, you know, I just want people to be happy. I task paper is where I do most list things because I want a thing that I can use on my different devices. It makes it really easy to say like, once I'm done with this and this is blank, I'm done mm-hmm. now. But I don't love the way you have to hack around to do reminders. That's not what it's for. Like, don't try to make a mousetrap into a centrifuge. That's not what it's for. Like, don't, you know, the beauty of task paper is it is a text file that understands three different kinds of items. It understands projects and understands tasks and understands notes. And I guess to some extent it understands tags or, as you say, context. But the point is, that's why I use task paper, guys. All the other ones were just too much for me. Like, I'm not... I've somehow managed by the age of 55 to, to have a career, but not a job. And I'm, I'm fascinated by that personally, because I find myself extremely interesting, mm-hmm. but, but, but I have jobs inside of my career. But even though I don't have a job, I do have a career and I got, I got, I got shit to do and I got a family and I got stuff, but that's why I want to be reminded, Dan, uh, check the humidor packs on my humidor every six months, defrost my office chest freezer. Um, you know, every six months, take out the garbage cans on Mondays. Well, that's a perfect thing to put into reminders. Or like, you know, for example, like this all comes together like a, like a wonderful symphony where you say like, okay, now I have a, I have a list called Home Life of reminders that I share with my wife mm-hmm. where we can assign each other things. Assign, mm-hmm. yes. Have you looked at reminders since you're able to assign things to people? Like you can have a reminders list that's for you and other people. Alexandra and I have one for Do By Friday. You can assign things. That's great. 
But like, what else? Oh, how about this? And Let's this go is back all to happening what, within the, the same app. Just the reminder. That's just just in the reminders app. So if is, I wanted to set a just, reminder for my kid to take the trash out or something like that, you're saying yes. I could give him a reminder because he's sharing the reminders. Yeah, thing. right. You you might could even do that just with Siri. Um, but but you know, again, so but then other stuff like 14 and 15 stuff that's really neat. Um, you can now use uh, I hate the word hashtag, but a tag. So basically, if you put an Octothorpe and a word in, anywhere inside of an Apple Note or anywhere inside, uh, basically in the, in the sort of tags area of a reminder, well, guess what? Now you can make playlists or smart lists against that, all of those. So you could say, show me things that are pound sign errand that are assigned to my wife. I'm pretty sure you can do that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's all so powerful to me. But you asked for an example. Let's say that it was a time in life when we're still going to concerts. Let's say, you know, like we just went to see Mickey, Ricky Montgomery, Mickey Montgomery, Ricky Montgomery, who rules, uh, one of my daughter's faves, her first rock concert we went to a, a couple weeks ago. But like, you know, he's, he's a pretty popular guy, you know, him and the honey sticks. And let's say they announced, hey, guess what? Ricky Montgomery tickets go on sale, I'll say arbitrarily, August 15th. Well, I sure do want to remember that. Yeah. So I, 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 go, I go to the, the Ticket Bastard page, and, uh, and I want to remember to do that. So what do I do? I hit that dumb arrow mm-hmm. in Safari, send it to reminders, and I can, <laughs> I can give it a date. And guess what? When that pops up, that card is there for me to click on. Mm-hmm. Set it and forget it. This is the heart of what a lot of people call productivity. Sure. Is like, if I take care of this once, I don't have to think about it again. Let's say I'm, I'm on a page somewhere and I see something neat. I think I've mentioned before that um, every Christmas, my daughter and I buy my wife a broom. We buy her a different broom. Right. And there's a lot, it's a lot of fun to see. I can find it for show art. It's pretty fun. We do a totally crappy wrapping job on obviously a broom, like an O-cedar broom. Last year, we got her a little cute, like magnetized Japanese one from Daiso, right? Um, you know, this year we might get her new Roomba, but I'm not sure. But the, the hilarity of that. <clears throat> so let's say I'm on the broom page. Mm-hmm. I'm at ocedar.io. Mm-hmm. And I want to share that with my kid. Well, all I got to do is click that dumb arrow in Safari, add this to that note, select, and boom. Now, it's all in the service of saying, Dan, I finally did it. I was telling Syracuse how I do this and I love this and I recommend this to my kids. So much so that I have added, I go to, you know, preferences, settings, right? I go to keyboard, I go to shortcuts, I go to Safari, and I made chords, like little key commands, for add to reminders, add to notes. And they weren't being very sticky. It wasn't working very well between sessions. And he's like, well, you know, he gave me great advice, which was just use Keyboard Maestro. Mm -hmm. And I've been so scared to break the skin on Keyboard Maestro because I hack my way around right now with Better Touch Tool, which also rules. But Keyboard Maestro is an attractive nuisance to me. Like, as we say in the law, not in a bad way. Well, yes, in a bad way, because it's so powerful and so good that I'm worried that I will, knowing me, I will disappear into Keyboard Maestro. But at Sarah Syracuse's um, suggestion, uh, I got Keyboard Maestro, and it took me about even never having used the app or made my own. It's a lot like Quick Keys back in the day. Oh, yeah. All I did was go in and say, and, and what's neat about this over Better Touch Tool is you get specificity in what menu is selected. So you can go in and say the hierarchy, like in Safari, select, like I'll do this file probably, right? Go to file, and then under file, go to share, and under share, go to notes, right? Mm -hmm. 
and that gets you a lot more specific. People, don't, you know, people not, just don't realize. People don't standardize mm-hmm. that like they yeah. used to. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you were saying something. Different. No, I, I was. I was going to say uh, people don't realize how powerful. You, you just mentioned notes, like how powerful notes is. I know you've talked about it a little bit. And that's it's come a long way, Dan. Long it's way. it's. In, I mean, like to me, like uh, this is really dumb. Who cares? But like to me, uh, you know, uh, there's an analogy, like an SAT style analogy here of in my world. Mm-hmm. Let's say task paper is to reminders as text files are to notes. Mm-hmm. Like notes does not have the robustness of a lot of what I want in terms of markdown and stuff like that, but that's fine. That's not what it's for. But it is pretty great for being on a website, seeing a broom. I now, thanks to Keyboard Maestro, I now have a key command. I can hit Command Shift Option N and it pops up a box and says, What note do you want to add this to? And it adds a beautiful card to that note. Now, this also takes some planning, and we should do an episode on this, Dan. This is really good. Mm-hmm. Because it also it's changed the way that I think about how I structure a note. So, for example, uh, when you're on the talk show, Gruber always has a shared note. And I created an area, like I do in all of my notes, I hope he doesn't mind, called uh, Inbox. And Inbox lives at the bottom, mm-hmm. right? So anytime I add anything to that document, it gets added to the bottom. Ditto the kid's present list mm-hmm. for Christmas. Because mm-hmm. there's an area called Inbox. There's an area called, so it basically starts at the least general and gets to the most specific. At the top of the note is wrapped in under the tree. And there's other things that are like on the way, you know, received but not wrapped. Mm-hmm. And it's a way for us to control the, the workflow of Christmas in a way that keeps it fun. But I still have that area at the bottom of every note called inbox, which lets me throw a card at that. Keyboard Maestro has afforded that. And if I can figure out how to do it, and I think I can, I will include these macros that I made uh, in the show notes for today. And also, I will buy Keyboard Maestro because I'm on the third day of a, a trial and I need to just buy it. Um, you know, there's it's worth going and pecking around. Because, you know, there's a, there's a sort of, uh, I don't know if it's Dunning-Kruger exactly, but there's a kind of a thing where we're like, yeah, 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 I know how that works. See also my daughter. There's nothing new in my daughter's world. She's seen it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yeah, you know that, but you don't, no, 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 know that. Like, it's really different to feel that in your bones versus like being aware of a concept. It's a concept. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying to you here is start picking around. Start, start clicking around. Start sticking around. You know? Start, start dicking around. It's Squarespace. But you can also click on some arrows keyboard maestro rules and uh, you know that's mostly what i had to say i feel like we've got some sods and, and some odds i'm also working on my own open source app called eeyore maestro <laughs> that i'm going to be using for <laughs> treating my dysthymia yeah and i'm also going to work on, a, on an app for swingers called uh, key party bistro mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's not for me because i don't enjoy intercourse even with myself um but for other people i feel like that's going to be a uh, passive income opportunity as tim ferris says bueller hmm we covered a lot of ground today. Uh, Dan. Today was a big one. I feel. Did like. we miss this anything? Did we miss one. anything big? We want people to listen to the show. Tell their friends. We want you to do Squarespace. Check out Masterclass. Uh, I have a lot to find for notes. Don't catch a fish. Stop getting in cars, and put the bag down. That's what Joanne says. Joanne says sounds like a Lou Reed song. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, Joanne says. Something from like a VU or another view, or possibly Coney Island Baby, which is an underrated record. Huh. Mm. Huh. Mm. A lot of people think it's his most romantic record, Coney Island Baby. Really? Lot, oh, yeah. You know, everybody knows Transformer because, you know, that vicious. More and Walk on the Wild Side. The, uh, that one. Yes. Absolutely. That's a good one. I like that one. Ahem. Dan, uh, thank you so much for your sweetly faked attention. Um, <laughs> 
It's not uh, like that. I'm into this, man. I'm making notes. That's the way Kurt Vonnegut would close almost every speech he gave. Oh, really? Yeah. He's a class. You should watch that Unstuck in Time documentary. You'll either love it or hate it. That's the one with um, it, Christopher I, Reeves where he just like wishes himself mm-hmm. back to meet that chick. Yeah, it's got it's got uh, a Malcolm McClockwork, and uh, he's in it, and I think Jane 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 Lynch, maybe Jane Seymour. Mm, Somebody's yes, in a corset. Seymour. Seymour. Co- corset at a time machine, taking me back, taking me back. Get a unique domain, and uh, have a great holiday. Let's button this up. All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin Man.